Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Out of the pan, proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders, past, present, and emerging, and also acknowledge our rainbow elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their special contributions to diversity on and around the lands. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News, as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. If you want to get in touch with the show, there's lots of ways to do it in this day and age of technology. Um, you can um, look do the old-fashioned Gmail-y thing, which I sort of do, um, out of the pan, digits 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61456 751 215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for the entries on Facebook on my page and out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Um, so, yes, um, get in touch with the show. I'll be chatting soon to Ruby from Girls Rock. Um, also be chatting with Veronica from Girls Paper and Marjorie from Girls Scissors. And you'll be able to smell what the rocks are cooking. No, that's not true. We'll only be chatting to Ruby, but I had to get both those lines out of the way. Otherwise, we'd be in major problem. Otherwise, they'd be floating around the space between my ears for the next hour. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that, um, to find out about the latest um, Girls Rock camp for... Um, 10 to 17-year-olds rock, um, promoting creativity, self-confidence and social change through music. We love it. And to, as part of that today, all five tracks on the show are going to be um, women who rock in every way. And we opened up with one of them, Marie Wilson, from her debut album um, uh, many, many years ago now, Real Life, and You Won't Keep a Good Girl Down. I'm still working out if that song applies to me because I'm not sure if I'm good or not. Mm. Anyway, well, um, before we get to having a chat to um, Ruby, which we'll do in um, around 10 minutes or so, um, obviously got to have a think about the news of the week, and it is that M word. Um, No, it doesn't begin with M-A-S-T. Nothing of the sort. It is, of course, that um, marriage word. Um, Absolute disappointment on... Monday night, um, 
that um, obviously the Federal Liberal Party, sorry, Federal Liberal Party, I must get my um, pronunciation right there, um, voted the way it did with only the sort of like the secret seven. It's like a bit like the five found, five find out as earn the dog and uh, earn the um, goon's nephew and um, Buster the dog or something. Anyway, no, not that secret seven. The seven small girl liberals um, only really moving it, which does seem very strange. Um, obviously, some I reckon there's some shenanigans of some sort going on there, but that's the way it went down. Um, so, um, on it goes. Now, of course, the thing is, is the, well, what do you call it? The postal, um, suck up to the, the timber industry or something, because they're, they seems to me they're about the only ones who are going to benefit from it by sadly chopping down too many trees. Um, seriously, um, let's work through this. I mean, first things first, I know everyone's going, should we boycott it or should we support voting it or whatever? And I think the first thing is there is the High Court challenge. Well done to all those who got the High Court challenge on the board on fr- uh, Friday afternoon at the High Court in Melbourne. And there will be a hearing on September 5 and 6. And I believe there will be a very, um, the High Court judges are going to have to, you know, hit the candles and burn the midnight oil, oils and that sort of thing and hit the coffee. Um, because the, um, the, if the postal ballot does go ahead, the ballot papers do need to be out, so to speak, um, by September 12, I think is the deadline. Now, that means we'll know whether the postal ballot is on um, early September. Um, so once the High Court have deliberated um, and seeing whether it's constitutional, um, and then it's sort of game on. Now, I'm therefore going to hold my thoughts on um, whether we should vote or not, just um, whether you should um, vote or not just until then. Um, interesting to see the arguments going around. There's lots of you know logical ones on both sides. There's some pretty heartfelt ones on both sides. But what I wanted to talk about actually on the marriage thing um, was, you know, the community is rallying. It's sad in one sense that we constantly have to rally around, be resilient. God, it'd be nice to cruise for a bit, wouldn't it, if you're LGBTI and not have to be so resilient. But, well, when we do it, we do it. Um, I am aware that there's lots of supportive people making good moves to make sure that um, this um, their people are safe during whatever campaign happens, whether it's for a postal parasite if it happens or not um so um we'll have to um check wait and see goes ahead but people are getting ready already but also at the grassroots the sense of mobilization people saying all right you might have different opinions on if we do get to a postal vote um and i don't know i suppose we'll have to call it that it's about the least impolite term i can come up with um but if we do get to that you know sort of um all right, um, what are the views? And as I say, there are varying views on both sides as to whether um, to support it or not. But people saying, hey, look, keep it civil, keep it calm, that sort of thing within our neck of the woods. And by and large, that's been the case, but people are supporting each other. Well done to um, Acon and Alastair Laurie for putting up things you can do now. Um, gosh, Alastair Laurie's been moving rapidly up um, the ranks to rainbow sainthood in my book for what he's been doing in the last 12 months um and he said he wasn't going to sort of do much more after that amazing piece of research well he's kept it rocking um so to speak um but people are supporting each other and that's fantastic um there is i believe um from memory a rally coming up um 
I think it's in Melbourne on the 26th. Um, Ali Hogg, if I'm wrong, get in touch with me and get it right. I'll check the Facebook calendar in um, the next break. But, um, you know, and I also know people, you know, sort of saying, oh, they're sick of it and we never really thought marriage was a priority in the first place. I suppose there's people saying, well, now this debate's been lumped on us, we're going to deal with it. There's a bit of a, all right, we tried to do it the nice way and, well, if... The, those, the three-pronged pitchfork who would oppose us being the far right of politics who see LGBTI plus lives and our families' lives as political footballs, um, the second prong being right-wing media who see our lives as raining points and clickbait and if there are any newspapers left, newspaper sales, and the third being um, right-wing nanny state control freak moralists who think they run other people's lives. Well, they've pushed us a bit too far, and so it's time for a Pele kick, a Superman punch, an attitude adjustment, and then whip people like whip the right like a government mule and throw them over the top rope onto the hard concrete below. Um, combining, I think, Gorilla Monsoon, Jim Ross, and um, um, well, I'll throw in some Michael Cole, Vintage Sally. Anyway, um, we're going to have to do this, and by heavens, we will. And we're going to get it done and we'll see, you know, and one way or another we will get this done. That seems to be the mood out there, one of sort of, you know, measured defiance, if you like, not aggressive, but assertive. And that's pretty damn good by my book. So I have, I know I have my ups and downs with this wacky rainbow community of ours. Sometimes it gets it together. Anyway, welcome your thoughts on the postal vote by all those um, methods I mentioned Um out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. Um, um, six, um, text in 61456 751215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so. And after that, a lot of wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Um, let's have your thoughts. In the meantime, let's have, um, well, um, how probably how we might be doing some campaigns, I suppose. Um, CC Martini, we might be doing some champagne taste campaigns, but maybe on a minimum wage, but we're, damn it, we're going to do them. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Are you feeling tired? Bored? Restless? Are you searching for something new and exciting? Or even unexpected. Well, you could go find yourself a hobby. Or, instead, tune in to Rebellious Jukebox. One and a half hours of diverse music every Monday night from 12 to 1.30am on 3CR, 8.55am or streaming at 3cr.org.au. It's hip-hop, blues, reggae, jazz, opera, roots, curry, or world music you're into. 3CR's music menu is serving it up to you. You're with Music Sans Frontier, music from around Australia and around the world. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Great Voices. You're listening to Hits is the Hop on 3CR 855 AM. Music matters on 3CR, 12 noon every Friday. Keep these diverse tunes on the air by subscribing to 3CR. Call 94198377. The newspaper shout, a new style is growing. 
3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Prior to the messages, we heard from CC Martini, champagne taste on a minimum wage, but it can be done. Um, well, so you've got to get a start um, to even, well, have a, a light beer taste or something. Um, not that we promote um, inappropriate consumption of alcohol to anyone, including minors. And, well, someone's trying to give Girls Who Rock and all sorts of music like we sort of just heard about a start. And that's once again Girls Rock Melbourne. And it's good to have on the line from Girls Rock Melbourne, Ruby. Hey, Ruby, good to have you back. Hey, thanks so much for having me again. Oh, look, a total pleasure. I mean, um, this is... Well, something that, you know, it's a great, it's obviously a great thing and it's, we'll say, close to my heart personally and all that sort of thing. So yeah. it's an absolute pleasure. Um, but if, if, and you've already done one girl's rock at least. Um, yep. And so tell us just once again, just to, um, for new listeners who may not have heard the first, heard us chat the first time and for um, people who may have forgotten, what is Girls Rock Melbourne? Um, so Girls Rock Melbourne is a not-for-profit charity. Um, and it has stemmed from the camps that started in Portland, Oregon in 2001. Uh, but basically what we're doing with Girls Rock Melbourne um, is we have five-day, like, summer camps um, where campers just come for the day, uh, and it's for female, trans and gender non-conforming youth between mm-hmm. the ages of 10 and 17. Uh, and basically... They choose a preferred instrument and we teach them the basics on that instrument or depending on their level, we give them instruction at their level. Um, Then from there, they form bands and they get assigned a band coach and they write their own original songs. Um, And on top of that, we've got workshops on things like self-defense, body image, um, you know, how to book gigs, like lots of things like that. Yeah. Um, how to make your own merch. And then we've got lunchtime performers as well, um, sort of Melbourne musicians, uh, just, yeah, highlighting and getting the girls excited, really. Oh, look, gosh. I mean, what um, what a – I mean, there's just mountains in there. I don't know what, what to ask about first, yeah. I suppose. Well, well, so this is actually – we're having a camp uh, in September. Yeah. The last week of September the 25th to the 29th um, mm-hmm. at our second home Wick Studios in Brunswick. And um, that will actually be our third camp this year. So it will be our second uh, under 18 camp. And then we've also done an over 18 camp that was at Wick Studios in June. So we've been keeping ourselves very busy. Um, but basically, what we're trying to do with Girls Rock Melbourne is we're trying to encourage and create social change mm-hmm. using music as the medium with a really strong focus on uh, self-acceptance and uh, DIY. So making it as accessible uh, as possible and, um, yeah, just really trying to build our campers up and have them understand that whatever sound they create is perfect. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't sound like, you know, Brody Dahl or Laura Jane Grace or Taylor Swift or whoever. I bet, you know, they're being true to themselves and who they are and what they are creating is enough, basically. 
the only sort of art to be of any in the broader sense of that word to be true to yourself that's pretty um rocking out awesome as far as i'm concerned yeah. um yeah, you know. sorry go for it i just think it's really it's not very often that you know um youth has that sort of empowerment and that sort of self-acceptance and i think it's something that you know everyone needs really so you know it's just a combination of so many exciting things happening in the space of five days yeah it's a the proverbial packed program all right and yes it's obviously it's about playing rehearsing connecting but i i really like the fact that yes and obviously yes there's parts of the industry you've got to learn about how booking and stuff like that and i suppose dare i say as a well as i always jokingly say a relatively ex-accountant make sure you keep your books in order and keep your receipts and that sort of thing but i it's sad that we have to mention i suppose the things like self-defense and all that sort of stuff but um you know that's yeah that's sort of really good that you know, it's good that it's happening. You know, if it's, it's the reality is it's got to get talked about and dealt with. So, you know, you yeah. might have to deal with, you know, yobbos who, um, heaven forbid, might, you know, harass in some way. So it's, you know, that's yeah. that's good and, that you're doing that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, having um, sort of as the campers get used to using their voices and not just necessarily on stage when they're performing, but, you know, getting comfortable with being more assertive and really, um, you know, standing up for what they believe in because it's really hard to find that voice. Oh, look, definitely. I mean, you know, well, you know, what do we say? I mean, this show, which is all about gender, we know about gender hierarchies, sadly enough, and, you know, we've got to, you know, flatten those damn hierarchies to a you know, to within a millimetre of uh, or less of evenness, so yeah. to speak. And, you know, what you know, what better way to do it, just to hang out with people who are supportive. I, I love the quote from um, Chiara Gracia of Girls Rock Australia. Um, girls Rock camps create a place where girls are encouraged to help rather than tear down each other, take pride in their accomplishments, express themselves without fear of judgment or embarrassment, can find their voices in each other where they can breathe. I mean... That is just awesome, and it just sounds like that in every way, so to speak. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's something really powerful to witness these five days and just to see the incredible amount of growth that occurs over such a short span of time. Yeah, no, look, it's absolutely sensational. I mean, if this is, in terms of Girls Rock Melbourne, this is, i just got to get it right again, the second round, we'll say, of um, the various camps. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So moving forward, uh, we will be having uh, two under-18 camps a year and then the over-18 camp as well. Yep. Just um, going the other way, looking back, as any, you know, out of the first year, have um, you know what sort of things have come out, like have bands formed and are getting gigs and that sort of thing? Um Yes, actually, our um, our campers are all uh, they're all pretty active within the scene now, which is pretty incredible. Um, we've got uh, a girls' rock formed band. Well, uh, one of our campers, at least, in the Jungle Cuff, um, Evie, and Evie's been doing uh, a lot of work with the Push, um, and oh, yep. the Jungle Cuff recently had a gig at Collar. Um, and then Marguerite Alley uh, has been doing lots of solo acoustic performances, and um, yeah, we've we've 
kept in touch with all of them and had the little feedback and uh, went to a few of their gigs. So it's, it's pretty exciting, really. That must be, you know, I know it's obviously about um, in you know the, the the participants, let's say, but for you as an organizer and your your team and all the people who do you know mentoring that sort of thing present. That must be pretty, pretty, pretty satisfying. What does it feel like to be in your words? Um, that's a, that's a really good question and one that I don't know if I can actually accurately respond to. Really, I mean, it's just I I feel I'm going to be a bit gushy, but I feel so lucky. I feel so incredibly lucky and privileged. Um, to be privy to, you know, what happens over these five days and just see the difference that, you know, this camp makes to these campers' lives and, you know, the difference in confidence is just incredible. We had um, Sally, one of our directors, her daughter turned around only two days into our first camp and was watching a show on SBS and, um, you know, just, was like, oh, typical, you know, of course Betty's a girl and Betty's the bitch and, you know, Sam's the hero because he's the boy. Like, oh, can't they be more original? You know, something like that. And Sally was just like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the best. Because um, prior to that, I don't think Mary had really been engaging with um, that sort of discourse. And I don't know, it's just really cool to see their eyes widen and, you know, see the cogs turning in their brains and um, to see them sort of start to step into, I guess, themselves or become more comfortable with who they're going to be. Like, you know, I mean, I'm still quite young. I'm 25, but I feel like I've only just sort of started getting there. And so to see, you know, these campers from 10 to 17 already starting to get there. It's a really powerful thing. Look, um, two things. First of all, um, we value, uh, look, gush, gush all you like because it's just, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, because it's just sensational to hear that. And I sort of feel, you know, I suppose I've got to say it for myself as a, a 52-year-old to see younger people not have to go through any, the degree or intensity of, say, challenge that some of us went through earlier is fantastic and I know there's a part of me that's sort of channeling Clementine Ford in a way, sort of thinking this is just so awesome but I think the thing that also comes out of it is not only you know is is, is it's not just about rock it's giving people a whole lot of skills and confidence that of course therefore translate and go across all of their lives as the whole person which is mega yeah. awesome as well yeah it's so much it's so much more than uh, the title Girls Rock alludes to, and I think um, it's it's actually pretty profound, I guess. <laughs> well, Girls Rock, but in more ways than music, I suppose. So if, exactly. if um, there are young 10 to 17-year-olds, um, you know, sort of um, um, women, and I do thank you, A, for mentioning Laura Jane Grace um, as a trans musician role model, um, and as as it says on this media release, open to self-identified girl, trans and gender non-conforming youth age 10 to 17. People out there, what do they have to do to say, ah, oh, I'd love to be at this? Um, what do they need to do if they want to, um, you know, sort of get the boost that's already been given um, to so many? 
Yeah, well, they can just uh, jump onto the website. Uh, so it's just girlsrockmelbourne.com. Um, and there's either a volunteer tab uh, or a camper tab, and so they can just fill that out. Um, otherwise, they can check out our social media. So we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, and whether someone wants to be a camper or they want to volunteer or they're not sure if they have the capacity to volunteer, um, just send us an email um, and we'll get back to you. It's just girlsrockmelbourne at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, we really can't do this without uh, volunteers. So if anyone wants to be interested or you know anyone who may be interested in becoming a camper, um, yeah, just shoot us a message or hop onto the website. Sounds so awesome. Look, um, Ruby, just you know, but I'm just keep up the great work. And also, I was going to say, and please encourage if um, any of the um, bands from last year or upcoming do record anything at, at to whatever degree, please get them to send it into Three CR. I know we've got plenty of shows who would love to play it and support yeah. you and the artists in that way. That's what we kind of do and support um, independent grassroots music. So um, would encourage that as well. Um, so, look, just an absolute pleasure um, to use the Thank obvious concluding so remark, keep rocking um, <laughs> and um, wish it every success. Um, yeah, and um, let it drop us a line after the end of September once you've come down to earth again and let us know how it all went because it just it's just awesome to see things like this um, you know, that combine, as I say, the confidence, the creativity, the social change, the all the whole thing is just fantastic. So wishing you all the best for it. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for being such a, a supporter. I really appreciate it. Look, total pleasure. And, yeah, have a good Sunday yourself. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ruby from Girls Rock Melbourne, which you can look for on Facebook. It is three separate words in the title of the name. Um, they're on Twitter, Girls Rock Melb, um, and also Instagram. The website is girlsrockmelbourneoneword.com, um, and that's how you can get involved. And let's keep on rocking. Sounds good to me. All right. Um, let's keep the music rocking right now. Well, um, with, um, well, it'll help me decide. I think I've got it worked out now. Was I good? Was I not? As per the first track, am I on um, champagne taste on a minimum wage? Probably. Well, in the words of Diana Wolf and the Wolfgang, maybe I'm just a little bit bad. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Ah, rock out at St Andrews, um, the Wolfgang from um, their album What's Cooking recorded live at St Andrews, as you just heard way back now, but still such a fantastic album um, with Diana Wolf on lead vocals. There's a girl who rocks out for sure. Um, anyway, um, yes, um, lots of news, um, in the papers today of interest, um, to queer, queer people. And finally, it's great to see, um, the double standards of some of the, um, campaigns that try to have a go at LGBTI people being exposed. Um, Farah Thomason and Henrietta Cook have written a good article on the as it's called, the crusade to bring down safe schools. And if you're searching for it online, the first paragraph is um, Marish K. Rancy peers intently into the camera. So if you search that, sometimes they have different headlines online. Um, 
And this is not the first time that these so-called innocent mothers from the suburbs um, are claiming to stand up against safe schools, but they've all got links to the Christian lobby, um, like the Celia White who pulled her child out of Frankston High School February last year. And funnily enough, some elements of right-wing media <clears throat> didn't report that. Gee, surpriseabus, surpriseabus, in the words of the um, uh, Warner Brothers cartoons with Roadrunner and Coyote. Um, anyway, um, so, um, you know, these people are not just innocent citizens. Um, they're part of a machine for sure, and it's good to see this sort of nonsense exposed and um, some of the lies exposed. <laughs> One of them, they say, the safe school program teaches children that there are 63 types of genders. The Safe Schools Program does not teach this, says the Department of Education. Uh, duh. Um, you know, and would it matter even if there were 63, 67 or 7 billion um, is, of course, the issue. Um, the our proponents, are, the people against Safe Schools say his friends in Year 8 had come out and told him there was a teacher that had shown him a dildo, um, which is totally nothing to do with Safe Schools, and on it goes. Safe Schools is teaching your children anal sex and anal sex positions. Uh um, well, um, Department Safe Schools is not a sex education program, nor does it teach sexual practices. So it's really not that hard. Um, but of course, when you've got, um, you know, sort of, um, people who are just so rigid in their control freak, we know better than our attitudes. Um, that's what's going to happen. So well done to the journalism for calling that out. Um, hearing some disturbing things about the family court processes, by the way, not so much directly connected to Christians, but um, right, um, judges are telling parents without warning to read out, um, you know, sort of right-wing propaganda sheets about how they've, they've effectively given up control of their parents. Heard that from a couple of sources firsthand. Um, frankly, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I wouldn't have. I would have thought for a judge to introduce evidence in any court case was inappropriate. And certainly it's unethical to do it without warning. That's just silly. And then they're told they have to read it out, otherwise the stage two hormones um, won't proceed um, or the case won't proceed. Um, very, very poor. So I think we've got to expose the anterior cruciate ligament. Well, hang on, it's an ACL that causes pain and distress, doesn't it, um, for what it is. Good to see also a punt for pride on page 14 of the Sunday Age about Emily Rowe, um, a trans woman footballer, and Rowe speaking at the Southern Football Network League Pride Cup um, yesterday. Um, well done. A rainbow 50-metre penalty line, um, 100 football teams. And, of course, there's been lots of trans people who, in various codes of football, in various ways, who have been there before Emily. And we do want to acknowledge the Michelle Diamond, a trans goal umpire. Kirsty Phillips, um, player in Broken Hill, um, who cop both, will say both transphobia and to some extent lesb um, say, um, homophobia slash lesbophobia, being in a relationship with a woman. Will Glover, who in 2009 was a trans man in the Victorian Country Leagues and going beyond the oval-shaped thing. Martin Delaney, who in 2005 um, campaigned to be player on a men's round ball slash soccer team and um, got there and helped get rid of Tasmania's um, sport exemptions on trans altogether. And, gee, the sky hasn't fallen in. Um, the, let's see, um, you know, there's been no one running around crying wolf and all the rest of it. So there you go. Um, and, you know, there's all this myth, as we say in sport, about um, 
testosterone, you know, and pe- yet I'd question the question, um, um, so to speak, on, on that. You know, if a swimmer has bigger feet, do we, we don't have debates about whether um, we should chop part of their feet off so that we'll make it fair. Men's AFL footballers who get taller and taller, we don't say we should chop part of their legs off and make them the same height as everyone else. It's interesting how these debates only affect people who come somewhere under the, we'll say, female umbrella, whether it's sex characteristics, intersex or anything else. Interesting how it's often um, cis males who do the speaking on it as well. Hmm, I thought when men tried speaking for women, that was called misogynism anyway. Um, um, So yeah, lots going on out there. Good to see um, these sorts of stories. This is what we need. And it's a good, probably a good time for me to mention yet again, um, the... um, uh, the need for your personal stories. Put that. Put out this call last week, and one person has put up their hand, and we're arranging a date. That's the fabulous Wombat, as wanting to come onto the show and have a chat. And Wombat is a, we'll say, a long-time listener, but not first-time caller. With apologies to, I think Bart Simpson or the Reverend Lovejoy or whoever. Um, so yeah, um, get in touch. Send me a few details about your personal story um, as a queer person and come in and have a chat on the show. Tell your story. Um, as I say, um, we're going to need some, you know, it's all very timely. We need lots of positives at the moment. Hang in there. Um, and just anything you think you can contrib- contribute um, coming back to all these issues. You know, some people have said, um, you know, they're going to write letters to older LGBTI people because they like getting letters. It's whatever works, whatever, if it's creative and it comes from your heart. I don't know, a big show or something um yours truly i don't know has to have had the right degree of coffee yesterday came up with the equality meditation check out my facebook page for that you might think it's a load of stuff of waffle but that's your call but put your creativity out there um it sucks as i say we've got to go through all this stuff but we will get through it and the other thing i wanted to suggest is even if you don't want to vote in the postal vote and i know lots of people don't like compulsory voting or lots but a few I'm still going to suggest think about enrolling because we're going to have a federal election. Um, you know, although it's not due till 2019, there were some somewhere between a whisper and a rumour it could come forward earlier year. I don't know. How forgiving are you over the federal government? But also here in Victoria, we have a state election pretty definitely. It's unless it, um, for November next year. And it seems like the same sort of shenanigans that are happening at the federal level going on at the state level, I think is a pretty reasonable statement. So we've got to make sure we um, stand up for ourselves on this. So please at least consider enrolling regardless of what you do. And, um, you know, if you enroll now, um, you might at the moment think, oh, I don't want to vote um, in a, if there is a postal paper wasting exercise. But uh, you might change your mind. So at least you've got the choice. Um, lots of things to consider, but obviously everyone's got to work it through in their own way. All right. Here's someone who certainly worked it through in her way through her life and her music. Um, Chrissy Amphlett heading up the Divinals and a casual encounter. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. I'm Jane Clifton, author, musician, actor, marriage celebrant, author of The Address Book. I've always been fond of 3CR, and not just because they played the song by my band stiletto, Woman in Trouble, 50,000 times. I was grateful for that, but that was a few years ago. Here I am again after all these years, and so is 3CR. 
still supporting musicians and writers and people with ideas to share. Keep going, 3CR. This Sunday, 3CR's in Psychedelia will be broadcasting live from 2pm from the inaugural Students for Sensible Drug Policy Conference at the University of Melbourne. It is clear that we urgently need to change our current approach to drugs in Australia. Activism and advocacy are integral parts of the change-making process. Activism and advocacy can involve varied tactics and strategies. Learn what is effective in this space on Sunday. From 2pm, you'll hear the advocacy panel featuring... Nevena Spirovska from High Alert. Matt Riley, Free Cannabis Community. Dr. Will Dragonik from Unharm. Greg Hordica from Victoria Street Drug Solutions. M Psychedelia, live this Sunday from 2pm from the inaugural Students for Sensible Drug Policy Conference. Tickets for the conference and full program are available now at ssdp.org.au. 3CR, 855am, digital3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Um, we just heard from um, the Divinals and a Kaz you will encounter from the reworked What A Life album. Rest in peace, Chrissy. You were definitely a girl who rocked in every way. Um, and, um, yeah, um, uh, we'll um, keep rocking. Well, um, things that are coming up during the week. Well, one that's special, you're going to have to hit the caffeine if you haven't started, is that um, if you want to nominate for the Globe, someone for the Globe Awards, um, the Victorian LGBTI Community Awards, um, you've got to get it done by midnight tonight. Um, if you're listening on the Sunday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So hit those keys, if you, um, keyboard keys, and hit that. Um, brainwaves and nominate lots of good quiz because there's lots of people out there doing ginormous stuff. Um, so check out um, um, awards.globemelbourne.com.au. Um, there's plenty of amazing people doing good work in our queer and allied communities. Um, the problem is I can think of too many, otherwise I'll be nominating my little fingers off all afternoon and evening. Um, but don't have to anything too much scheduled tomorrow, so we'll work that out. Um, what else is happening during the week and what things what are coming up? You can have a bowl of alphabet soup at Denbar this um, Tuesday the 15th. Um, lots of nice queer-friendly space, um, so um, hop on over there um, and enjoy yourself um, and have lots of queer company in a safe and respectful space. Um, Seahorses Cafe Night is on the third Wednesday of the month um, for the Kingsters Provocation at Gettys Bar and, of course, um, Oz Kinkfest coming up um, next month in Melbourne for the Kingsters um, during middle of September. And already it's good to see um, um, things getting underway for Celebrate Bisexuality Day, which is Saturday the 23rd, including joining the big Twitter campaign, um, which is going to be lots of. Um, and Bent TV this Friday night, and that pretty much gets us through the regular events for the week. Um, of course, there are also the um, LGBTI Australian Awards, which is a separate thing to the Globe Awards, which you can nominate people for as well. So, yeah, let's recognise um, people who do awesome work within our communities. Um, give them a, a wahoo. Can never have enough wahoos. Um, so, yeah, give it a shot. Um, what else has been happening during the week? Um, bit of a quiet um, week on the community front for yours truly, for just for once. Um, and so uh, make sure 
Um, there's lots going on, but I really can't recommend, um, recommend enough. Check out Acon's um, page and also Alice DeLore's for some tips on getting through some of this tough stuff. Um, just very quickly, of course, and of course there is always the fabulous um, switchboard, um, which um, the number for which is one eight hundred one eight four five two seven nationally, and of course. Um, um, given the various time differences, you can usually get um, in there through till um, 2 a.m. Australian Eastern because of um, the good work done by the services in Western Australia. So it spreads the load. And I have to say one thing I've heard that's really positive. People who used to volunteer for Switchboard years ago have totally voluntarily, unilaterally said it's going to be tough going. We're happy to do extra shifts at the moment. People have taken weeks off paid work so they can do shifts on Switchboard. Um you know, the, um, uh, quite amazing the level of support um, that's going out there in the community. Fantastic to see. Um, Alistair's article says, it says to enrol, and as I say, that's obviously everyone's call. Engage, obviously, with self-care. I mean, don't walk up to some right-wing rally or something and try to engage, waste of time. You know, it's about building, I call it, the bridge across the Grand Canyon. Find the people who are a bit... You know, not sure about what they might think of marriage and queer stuff and talk to them and be the ones who are more open-minded. Um, educate, which is sort of similar. Um, you know, if it does get to it, um, if you vote, vote yes, of course. Um, and there's lots of um, things you can do there. Take care of yourself and each other. Be nice. Um, and allies, we need you too. Um, gosh, as I said earlier, Alistair doing some great stuff. All right, I'm going to get out of here, and last week I only got halfway through Michelle Parsons' Look Twice, um, so I thought, well, you're going to hear some of it twice because I want to play the whole track. Um, let's have a listen to Michelle Parsons from her um, Uncovered album um, from some years ago. She's a girl who rocks as well, and, um, you know, Look Twice. Thanks. For, and next week on the show, I'll be catching up with Erin and friends talking about their new queer podcast. So it's all happening. Um, so make sure you tune in. Thanks for tuning in this week to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.